Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, research analyst with Money Markets here with your Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, I really want to start by thanking everyone who watches our videos or listens to our podcasts, uh, either on YouTube or on your favorite podcast indicator every week. Uh, we take a lot of pride in, in providing with the best analysis of the stock market and the economy each and every week. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or uh, whatever podcast indicator you're listening to this on. Just uh, click the subscribe button uh, and follow along uh, as we uh, walk you through uh, the world of the stock market. Also, make sure you head over to moneymarkets.com. It is your home for safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your portfolio. Uh, you can check out our, our stock power rating system. Uh, we rate thousands of stocks based on six fundamental and technical metrics. Uh, you can create your own watch list, track your stock performance, get our in-depth analysis, and it's all there for you for free. Now let's move on with today's podcast. Now when big companies set to hire C-suite executives, and I mean, you know, C-level, CFO, C, uh, CEO, uh, the CMO. Decisions are made more about finding the right person for the future, not necessarily the right person for today. These companies have strategic plans in place, and they tend to look for the best person to see them through to reach those strategic goals. Well, Walmart Incorporated, which trades on the New York Stock Exchange under WMT, made such a hire this week when it tapped PayPal CFO John Rainey to be the retailer's next chief financial officer. The hire has, has basically tipped Walmart's hands into what the company is looking to target in the near future. Now, in this episode of The Bull and the Bear, I want to tell you what Walmart's looking to do and what it means uh, for a huge competitor in the space that Walmart is going after. Now, we all know Walmart. It's known uh, for one big thing. It's a low-cost, big-box retailer. Uh, the company operates 10,500 stores, various e-commerce sites under 46 different brands in 24 countries worldwide. Uh, Walmart's total annual revenue in 2021 was $572.8 billion. That's up 2.4% from $559.2 billion it raised in 2020. It's a global powerhouse when it comes to low-cost goods. Uh, and they're everywhere. You, you Very rarely can you run into a town where there's not a Walmart in the United States. Now, the recent hire of Rainey uh, spells out a big target the company is going after now, Amazon.com, which trades on the NASDAQ under AMZN. More specifically, Amazon stranglehold on third-party sellers on its e-commerce platforms. And, and Walmart may smell some blood in the water. Now, check out this chart here. The value of third-party sellers, basically independent sellers that aren't affiliated with, with, with Amazon, uh, on Amazon.com has seen a steady decrease since Q1 of 2021. That means the rate of third-party sellers is actually growing slower and slower. This creates an opening for another company to come in and swoop up those sellers and dig into Amazon's hold on the market. Basically, third-party sellers sell their items on the website, and the owner of the website takes a commission from the listing. Very simple. All the website has to do is provide the space for the seller to add, to sell. It's very low cost, high, uh, high return for any company that, takes, uh, that, that uses third-party sellers. There are some problems that come along with it, but basically when you look at the bottom line, uh, it's high return and very little work involved. Now, Walmart is already ratcheting up its own independent sellers network. From January 2019 to August of 2021, Walmart increased the number of sellers on its marketplace from 22,200 to 106,300. That's a 378.8% increase. So the company is already taking steps to increase the number of sellers 
on its websites. Now, Rainey fits into this picture because of his background. At PayPal, Rainey was also the EVP of global customer operations and helped the company grow its fintech footprint, something vital to working with an expanded number of third-party sellers. You want to provide them kind of a one-stop shop to not only sell, but to manage their income, manage their money. Uh, and, and the other thing, the more one-stop shop you can become, the more of these third-party sellers you're likely to attract. Now, looking at the performance of these two stocks shows investor sentiment is much stronger with Walmart than it is with Amazon. Over the last year, Walmart stock has risen 9.9% compared to Amazon stock falling 11.3%. And then we can look at our proprietary stock power rating system to tell a similar story. Walmart currently rates a 74 overall, meaning we're bullish on the stock and expect it to beat the broader market by 2x over the next 12 months. It comes with very low volatility. It scores a 96 on the metric. And you have to remember, the higher the score of volatility, the lower the stock's actual volatility is. It's price to ratios, meaning cash, uh, cash flow sales and book value are right in line with other general merchandise retailer stocks. Then we have Amazon. We see a neutral 45 overall rating on this e-commerce giant. Amazon stock momentum has trended downward and it's currently traded as overvalued. Its price to earnings ratio is 46.5 compared to its general merchandise retailer peers average of 24.5. Now for reference, Walmart's PE ratio is 31.4. So it's also still overvalued, but not nearly as much as Amazon. Amazon's price to sales is nearly double the sector average, as is its price to book ratio. Now, where Amazon beats Walmart is in growth. Amazon's one-year annual sales growth rate is 21.7% compared to Walmart's 2.4%. But you have to understand, growth for Amazon is a little easier to come by because when you're dealing with a lot of third-party sellers, you're not trying, you're not really investing a lot in your own product. You're mainly just collecting fees off of other people. Whereas Walmart is a big box retailer, so they have to go through all the hoops and hoops and climb the ladders that you are that you have to get product onto shelves and on to your uh, to your warehouses for website distribution. But this, but with this shift to more third-party selling and bringing in Rainey's expertise with fintech, Walmart is positioning itself to be even a more close competitor to Amazon. Walmart already has the retail part of the business down. And this hiring illustrates that the companies move into different revenue streams like third-party selling, fintech, and even advertising uh, is on the horizon. Fintech is also interesting here uh, as Walmart has already invested in a financial technology startup along with Ribbit Capital called Even, uh, which is aimed at creating an app where customers can manage their money. And of note, even already works with PayPal on, on an app that helps PayPal workers budget and set aside emergency savings. So Rainey already has experience with Walmart's fintech startup. If you're trying to decide which stock, either Walmart or Amazon, uh, to invest in, the numbers point to Walmart being a stronger buy because of its upside momentum, better value, and much, much lower volatility. And the hiring of Rainey tells me Walmart is looking to expand its business. And with an already strong foundation, this could mean big gains on the horizon for this big box retailer. Now let's look back at our YouTube poll question from last week. We asked you on the heels of last week's podcast, which cryptocurrency you thought had the most potential. An overwhelming majority, 58% of you said that Ethereum had the most potential for future growth. 28% of you said that Bitcoin would remain the strongest crypto, while just 2% said Ether. Interesting, 12% uh, said other crypto, they had other cryptos in mind. So we asked you to tell us uh, you know, what cryptos you had in mind. And Andrew commented, Hedera Hashgraph, which trades under the symbol HBAR, uh, by far has the most potential, even surpassing XRP. 
extremely high transaction speed, low cost, low energy use, fair transaction ordering, and ABFT secure. There's currently no crypto that can compete with HBAR when it comes to platform for smart contracts. That's an interesting take, Andrew, and it's one worth looking a little deeper at. HBAR is currently priced at around 20 cents, but it reached a high of 50 cents in September of 2021. Its 52-week low is 15 cents set back in July of 2021. In all, HBAR is off about 51.8% from its price a year ago and is struggling to pass resistance at around 25 cents. However, this could be one to watch and one I may take a deeper dive uh, into soon in an upcoming podcast. Thank you to everyone who takes part in our weekly poll and watches our videos. You can vote in our weekly poll question uh, on our YouTube page under the community tab. Just go to our YouTube page, our YouTube channel, click community, and it's right there at the top. If you have a question about a particular stock or a sector uh, that you'd like me, Adam, or Charles to take a look at, we would love to do that. Just email us. You can reach us. Our email address is feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. We'll put that down below right here because uh, we, we love to see your feedback, whether it's a question you have about a, a certain sector or, or a stock, or maybe you want to tell us kind of some experiences you've had using the stock power rating system, uh, anything like that. We would love to see that. Uh, if we use your question uh, in an upcoming video, we'll send you some very cool Money and Markets gear like this t-shirt that I have on. Uh, so not this one particularly, but we also have sweatshirts, hats, and all, a lot of other cool stuff. Also head over to moneymarkets.com, sign up for our free daily e-letter. We give you uh, safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information all for your portfolio seven days a week delivered to your inbox for free. While you're on our website, you can also check out uh, that proprietary stock power rating system. You can use our metrics uh, to get the ratings of thousands of stocks traded on the market. Uh, just go to the website, type in your stock in the upper right-hand search bar uh, on the homepage. Uh, you'll be able to see the rating of the stock, fundamental data, a stock chart. You can even add stocks to your own personal hot list on moneymarkets.com. And did I forget to mention, you can do all that for free. That's all for me this week. Until next time, this is Money and Markets Research Analyst and host of the Bull and the Bear podcast, Matt Clark, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 